Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to <laughs> this <laughs> stupid forgot. show. <laughs> the uh, Four Islands from Popularity. It was four islands, not three, correct? Four. I don't Yes, remember. four. <laughs> I don't know. I just show up. It takes us back. It takes us back to our, our uh, high school days. Uh, so, Kevin, welcome. Welcome, welcome. It's been a while. Thank We've uh, been busy, busy. So, what's been going on with you lately? Oh, nothing, you know. Uh, it's basically the same stuff another day. Right. So, we're in the midst of winter here, almost to the end of it. It's been a mild winter this year in uh, Michigan. Today, in the middle of, well, not in the middle, but in February, it's like it was supposed to be a 45 degrees today. This is the this is the warmest I ever remember it being. I you know I don't know I don't. That's well, kind of yeah. anecdotal. I didn't look well, up. Well, February's always is like in the twenties. It's always cold as hell in yeah. Michigan. Everything should be frozen still. You know, I like I don't remember seeing like uh, driving over here like everybody's. Uh, you could see everybody's lawn. Like there's piles of snow from where they piled it up, but like everything's melted. Yeah, you know, we have gotten much snow at all this year. Um, in fact, the river and is not even frozen yet. Yeah, that's what I, somebody was just talking about that, 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 uh, that, uh, uh, the ice fishing, fishing people basically didn't get any time to go out this year or whatever, because we're already on the way out now. Like they said, they said it's done. Like it's, uh, the guy on the news was, uh, was basically saying that, uh, uh there'll be like a couple of days where it, it might dip down into, into, you know, the twenties or something again, but, uh, basically any kind of extended, type of temperatures that would cause more uh uh that would gain a significant portion of ice you know, as far as ice fishing is concerned yeah you know, like that like it'll be cold it'll be cold days right but to build up more ice is done like it's basically it, it it's as thick as it's going to be and with days like today where it's 45 come on you know yeah i we had a really mild winter this year um which i'm thankful for because i hate winter not much of a outdoor winter person so i'm not a huge uh i'm not a huge i i it doesn't bother me as long as there's no ice right and this and it's been real like there's been only been one or two days you know where it's well, been really bad and and you just stay off the road those days yeah well the ice storm i, I tell you it took out my hot tub <gasps> froze the pipes up blew it up oh no shit yeah it burned up the motherboard on it and the guy's like i can't get any parts for it so basically it can't came down to i filed a claim on my homeowners on it so i'm waiting to see oh because uh, there's no reason I should be out of hot tub just because the storm hit. You know, well, I mean? that's older too. It's an it? older one, yeah. So I so, wonder how much that. Well, how much is it worth? They like, so they appraised when, it at they. He said he can't fix it, but he appraised me a new one at thirteen thousand. So now I don't know how that works. Oh, okay. So just, I had to send in all that paperwork yeah. to the insurance company, whether they're going to give me replacement cost on it or not. I don't know. Well, if they can't get the replacement, what does it matter? I mean, if you know, right. If they just don't make the stuff, then the next best, my deductible is three thousand, no matter what. Well, that's what I'm saying. If, so. the, if it was like, well, because that's what I was imagining that, like, okay, if it broke, uh, I mean, I have to imagine that there's something. Like, even if they don't make them, you could buy them. Like, I don't know. Somebody on eBay has to have a whole bunch of these boards sitting around or right, something. Right, you would think. You know that that that's cheaper than the thousands of dollars it would cost. Uh, In reality, what I want, what what my ideal is, is for them to say, okay, we'll replace it. Here, the new one's thirteen thousand. Here's a check. Here's a check for ten grand. Uh-huh. In the long run, I'm not gonna replace it. I don't ever use it. Uh-huh. Just give me my money. Yeah. And let me be done with it. Right. You know. Right. I mean, that's a lot of people Come do that with automotive and everything too, where they, uh, 
you know, get insurance and they're like, I'm not whatever, you know, because just... I'll, I'll be honest, just since summer, I put $1,500 in this hot tub. Uh-huh. It's already broke on me twice. Mm-hmm. And I had to buy a new cover. A new hot tub cover was 650 bucks. Uh-huh. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I know they're kind of expensive, but I mean, that hot, that lasted you a long time. Those hot tub covers oh, yeah. aren't, 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 are only meant to last what, five years or something. Yeah. They're not meant to last forever. Well, especially they go through winters here in Michigan right, and they, right. they get beat up. I right. mean, that's just the truth of the reality. Yeah, so basically we got that ice storm, knocked out power to the hot tub. You know, you don't check on your hot tub every day. Right. So I go to use it like three days later after the storm. It's cold as hell. <laughs> There's no power to it. I don't You're know. lucky it didn't just straight up freeze and like crack the whole thing just straight up. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, who cares? It's already ruined anyway. Yeah, he, but... so he checked it out. He's like, yeah, the pipes are frozen and uh-huh. they're pretty much shot. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, great. And the, and the motherboard burned up. So he's like, and I can't get that part. I've looked all over for it. I'm like, all right, so I guess I'm out the hot tub. So we'll see what what happens from here. <laughs> well, I mean, I it sounds like there's there that there's zero risk in filling it up with Jello this summer. I like where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, one not? big hot tub of Jello right. that would be freaking awesome. Right. I mean, you just never have the opportunity to do it. Now, uh, you know, it's something that uh, when the opportunity presents itself, you have to like seize the day on that one. You know, a Jello hot tub. Yeah. 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 Just fill her up. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies, we're going into this hot tub tonight. <laughs> What's in it? Jello takes Jello shots to a whole nother level. Well, I mean, if you have like that's just that's the the that's the icing on the cake for like a whole Jello themed party. Like that's not like it's not like you're gonna have just your, a hot tub filled with Jello. Like you're gonna have like <laughs> Jello shots and Jello popsicles and right. Jello everything, you know. Right. People come in Jello costumes or whatever, <laughs> you know. I people like... are people are busting in the door. Oh yeah! Oh wait, that's Kool Aid. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so we come. So yeah. So let's wait to see what happens with that. So we come to you from the uh, the newly remodeled um, studio down in the basement of the world unknown. Um, here on Super Bowl Sunday, it is the Super Bowl day, so uh, we definitely have. Uh, we started a little bit early today. We we are eating the hungry Howies pizza. Can never go wrong with hungry Howies. It's a good stuff. And if you guys don't know what hungry Howies is, I feel bad for you because they're not available everywhere. But that's what I was surprised. I yeah, I mean, just because they've just they're hungry. Know, they've been in base. Right, they just been here forever. You know, forever. there's a couple of them around town. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, there's uh, somebody was saying, oh boy, where you know? Apparently, they're only like they're only in a couple states. Yeah, like, it's like a, it's like a Meyer, like same thing with like Meyer around here. There's no uh, uh, like uh, uh, I'll be watching like YouTube or something, uh-huh. uh, specifically like around like damn uh, Black Friday sales and stuff like that. Uh-huh. You know, they'll just be talking about you know the the the, in, the newspaper inserts for like Best Buy and shit. And there'll be some dude talking. He's like, "Yeah, so somebody sent me this Meyer flight, Major, Major. Like, yeah, yeah. wherever this Major's at. I don't and even know." And it's Meyer, not Myers. <laughs> no, no S on the end of Myers. It's Meyer. Uh, so, Kevin, we haven't talked. What, what are you? What are you drinking right now? Uh, I am drinking uh, the Founders All Day IPA. It's uh, smart on, choice on a Super Bowl uh, day. You got to stay with the uh, with the lower percentages there. What, uh, yeah, because you got to last because it's only 2 o'clock. Game's still not for four and a half hours. <laughs> 2 p.m. local time. Right. Yeah, I was looking for uh, – uh, uh, they had the Lighthearted just came out. 
Uh, and I was just reading an article on it uh, a couple days ago, and they said it was just starting to hit the So hit that's the by Founder? That is Bells. Bells, Bells. Bells. Oh. Right. It's a variant of Bells Too Hearted, which is like the, the like top 10 beers like worldwide Bell, uh, is, is uh, Bells Too Hearted. I don't know where, where exactly it falls, but like whenever there's like a top 10 list, uh, Bells Too Hearted is always on it. And so this is one of the variants. So... Over the summer, over early last summer, they had, uh, uh, was it double too hearted? I forgot what they called it. Double hearted. It was double too hearted. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and so then it was like a 12%, yeah. you know, like Imperial IPA basically, uh, you know, and it was a really good one, you know, but it was like a limited edition thing. Like if you didn't get any like that day, you know, luckily we got a six pack of it. Uh, and so it was really good stuff, but, uh, uh, Andrew picked it up. But, okay. But um, uh, and he got lucky. Like they just they mislabeled it, uh-huh. and, so, and he actually got it for the price of normal two hearted. Oh, like, really? It's always in the wrong section, labeled wrong. Yeah. And so he got like a thirty dollars six pack for like ten bucks. Oh wow! You know, and uh, and so anyway, so this is an, uh, because of the success of that brand. You know that or the not brand, but you know the now, category. Now they have light uh, light hearted, which is. Falls in line with the whole all day, day IPAs. Uh, uh, slightly mighty by Dogfish Head. All this, the it, it's not really that it's low carb. It's just it's a session. They're session beers. You so know? He, Bell's then was it Bell's just bought out by one of the big brewers? I uh, no, uh, Atwater was I believe. Okay, Atwater was uh, okay. out of Detroit. Yeah, um, I think they just sold out. Yeah, well, uh, to somebody. We'll touch base on that I here. I think founders. In a no, did founders or not? I, it's it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to stay on top of. Like unless you're like in the beer world. Yeah. I uh, I uh, you know it's just you know everybody was they do go through the same thing in in the te- in tech world where basically you have to continue to have like like double your stock prices and stuff because a lot of these companies are you know they're they're publicly traded you know once they mm-hmm. hit a certain size you know they they they're micro brews but I mean. They're still pretty big companies, you know, and you need you have to provide for those stock, you know, for those investors. And uh, as long as you can continue to grow, 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 once they sell out, like like and you're bound to sell out because you're going to make a killing. Right. Because because why would Michelob want to try to make their own beer when they could just buy the next one? Exactly. You know, Okay, drop a billion dollars. What was the big one? And good for the people that invented it. I mean. You know yeah. the, the founders of the, the right you, put their life into something and they got their payday. Got like a uh, 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 billion shoot. dollars or whatever. The, the biggest one, the the biggest one that stands. And I don't, I didn't look this up. I don't have the numbers in front of me or anything like that. Where's but, our uh, person? Yeah, yeah, Jamie, bring that up. Jamie, bring it up. I <laughs> uh, it was the um, uh, uh, Ballast Point. I uh, I think they're out of California. I, I forgot where exactly they're out. It's California. I forget where though. Uh, and, uh, and I think they sold for, um, uh, like a billion dollars Oh, wow. and, and now they're saying it's worth maybe like a hundred million, like tops. Wow. Like, and this was like last year they sold for a billion, made all kinds of headlines. And it was like, they bought at like the absolute height of the craft brew hype. And, and you know, the thing is, is that what makes like, they learn the hard way, what really makes a craft beer. Like it's not, it's not even the flavors per se. It's the exclusivity of the whole, like there's a, um, 
like it's like to a certain and, and people have said this before like almost craft beers is almost like a snob type thing yeah you know, oh i you know i don't drink anything that's you know more than 500 barrels per you know whatever you know and and you know there's other brands that can make similar tasting things or at least very close uh but part of it is is that that community and that and and trying out uh, uh stuff and being part of that you know being being playing into that ex- exclusivity of the of, of the beers and everything right where uh once it be once it gets bought out by one of the big brands well now it's just a dime a dozen you know even if it's the same exact tasting beer exactly i uh, you know you don't have that you don't have that you know you don't have that that stuff i i one of the big ones uh and and they the thing is is that and then as soon as the margins come in there's some guy in a suit with a clipboard and an excel spreadsheet that says well if we get you know if we cheapen a little bit on the these ingredients it'll basically be the same thing but it'll be way cheaper and, oh yeah <laughs> you know uh, and then you end up getting ever so slightly off and it's never the same when 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 they sell out you know they always say you know all these guys they sell out and they say you know we're uh, going to keep the recipe the same exactly oh nothing's going to change you know they're giving us money because they believe in our beer yeah sure you know uh, look at Grolch, you know, it used to be a, 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 a phenomenal, uh, you know, beer and uh, it got bought out by, I think Anheuser-Busch bought them. I think, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. Somebody bought them and, uh, you know, kept the same look and everything, but it was never the same after that, you know? Yeah. And you can't blame the uh, brewers to sell out. I mean, they're getting their payday. They're getting rich. No, I did the same know, thing. I do. Everyone Some guy do. says, I'll give you a check for a billion dollars. Right. You know? Yeah. Heck no. Yeah, do whatever, I, I uh, mean, it's sad. I mean, but I mean, but there's gonna be another microbrewery, and they keep coming and coming and coming. And depending how popular they get, eventually they may sell or they may not. I mean, that's the thing is that as these get pulled into the big conglomerates, and you know that the, yeah. the big three, you know, or yep. whatever the the or shoot, is it even the big three anymore? Didn't it's Anheuser Busch or something? And yeah, yeah, they did. You know, and so I, um, I, you know, there's there's. Uh, as those things have, like as these brands get bought up, they just kind of get brought into the shuffle, and and they'll be like as long as there's a market there, like if people are looking to try something local or new or something you can only get in one place or whatever, uh, you know, regardless of it's the best or worst beer in the world, this is a beer you can only get, you know, in this city, you know, and and uh, you know places like Grand Rapids, you know, like the Mitten and stuff like that. Uh, uh, the stuff that's only available like in a small area. I don't know how far they distribute, but uh, you know, unless you're from that area, most people haven't really heard of it. Right. Um. Uh. You know, but if, you know, unless they, unless they, uh, as long as that market's there, somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna brew that beer. You know. So as they get bought up, another, another guy, you know, comes in and. Well, I, you know, and as everything's like a fad. You, you, I, you think something's going to do well, then they come in and go, like right now, like those seltzers are taking off. Like that's a fad to me. Seltzers are going to be a fad. I can't see them sticking around long term. Now Budweiser has seltzers. Um, everyone and their mother has got these seltzers. Well, um, White Claw made them really popular. Um, but it was just, it reminds me of like Smirnoff's when those came out. Yeah, I guess. So that's. That's I. Uh, I was actually I was just talking about this, you know, the other day to somebody, and uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's the people that I, you know, it, it seems like they came out of nowhere. They did. You know, I, I. I think it was last summer, right? 
or the end of last summer soon like all of a sudden they just like they just started like there's always been like a couple like like those types of things yeah uh, uh sitting around but they basically just kind of like exploded you know and uh, and i said this has to be what it feels like to be like you know a Bud Light person where everybody you know, no matter where you go, if people have beers, they have Bud Lights. Right. And all of a sudden, seemingly overnight, everybody just has all these weird craft beers that are like super potent type things. Like it's like, where the heck did all this craft beer come from? You know? Exactly. That's like the way, like, you know, I just, I don't run in the same circles with the people that are drinking a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, boy, you know, who's buying this stuff? But you know, uh, they say it's uh, it's fairly popular amongst you know the kids and you know college students and stuff like that. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, or in fitness crowds, you know, people that don't want a ton of calories or something like that. I, uh, you know, I've I've never been big on the whole calorie thing, only because it's like if you have if you're drinking so much that like you're packing on the pounds due to the beers, you're probably drinking too much beer. <laughs> you know, like if that's your problem you know i don't know i mean unless you're really trying to like hit a goal or then fine you know whatever but i you know. uh i uh drank a couple of those seltzers one night i just wanted to try it yeah at first i was like ah they're okay i'll give them a shot yeah you know so it reminded me of alka seltzer and i'll be shit you not i was on the toilet all night <laughs> and i will never drink those again it seriously, Let's go like, get some seltzer and some Taco Bell. Yeah, it like flushed my system out. It was uh-huh. crazy. I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I I mean I'll I'll give them a shot. I mean because I like I like stuff once in a while. Like uh, you know I don't know. So I, I buy into some of the exclusivity stuff too. Like uh, one of the big things is um, uh, one of the big things is with uh, with Zimas when they came out with the Zimas again. Oh yeah. You know just because just because you know I uh, uh, what's the word I'm like, nostalgia. You know, for for some of the stuff, and it's basically you know Sprite with alcohol is basically all it is. Yeah, you know, but uh, well, uh, when we were, I think when we were eighteen is when uh, Mike's Hard came out. I want to say because we got hooked on Mike's Hard Lemonade. Uh, I remember we drank a lot of it. Yeah, we did, and I think it just, I think it hit the market kind of like. That was like one of the things. Well, like this is, Zima's, Mike's Hard, all well, that se- kind of seltzers came out. are that, and, the, and they're so, the new version of right. that. That's and what they are. So they never that stuff never. I mean, they that stuff still like I think Mike's Hard loving. I mean, there's they're still around. I just don't think. I don't know if it's as popular anymore, but and maybe it was just popular because we were 18. <laughs> Who knows? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> so you get in these echo chambers. Like yeah. yeah, the parties you go to that you bring it. Yeah, of course that's what you see because that's what you and your friends drink. The hooch, like, remember like, the hooch? Like, I still got, I, I have, a, I still got a six pack of hooch in my basement. I moved it to like four houses. I, I you know, every, I keep it as like a souvenir of the past. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, it, like it's all set, it's all separated, like the so sediment at the bottom. It's all gross. It was like an orange drink. Yeah, it was orange. So it was like it was, orange pop. Yeah. So, but those are like the originals: the hooch, yeah, Mike's White Hard, Hard Zimas. Zimas. Something different, yep. I would say. That, and then we had the Boone's Farm back then. I mean, Boone's Farm is still around, <laughs> but uh, that that was before we really got into beer. We I didn't like beer when I first. Obviously, no one likes beer when you first try it. But uh, it took a while for me to acquire the taste. See, I've always liked beer, and like when I started, when I started, but like not I guess not regularly drinking, but when I started having beers, you know, uh, you know, later on. Um, uh, I started drinking beer at a, uh, play, a restaurant I used to work at in Frankenmuth. 
and we get done with work and uh, and I would drink they everybody would just go to the bar at, like at in the restaurant and we get and so like the, the they had like the local dark they, you know they had uh, uh, Varsteiner Dunkel on tap Varsteiner Dunkel the German beers and so I used to drink that stuff just because basically you got it for free. You know, and so we would uh, we get out of work, and and so when I started drinking beers, that like I started on German, you know, a, a dark German, yeah, you know, lager basically is what I started on, and so I never was like big into the Bud Lights and stuff because like mm-hmm. right off the bat, it's like this isn't you you know. The, uh, uh, I have to imagine it's like where a lot of the people like in, in Europe come here, you know, and they're like, you know, oh, yeah, this is all water, you yeah. know. And so, you know, I, I don't just circumstance. I happen to, you know, that is my introduction into the beer world is from, you know, that German land, you know. Uh, I would rather say probably like the how, you know, when we were younger, my house parties back then, we stuck to the 30 packs of Bush Light because obviously it was cheap. Um, but I mean, I remember just not liking it ever, but I eventually acquired the taste for it. And nowadays I can still drink a bush lights. I like, well, that. I mean, if, if, when you're doing if we're all hanging- day- not, right. you know, but, uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up in the event. Um, I'll pick it up in the event I know somebody that like only drinks something like that. If I know somebody's just drinking Bush Light or Bud Light, you know, I want to be a good host. So if I know that that's all they're going to drink, I'll pick it up. But I'm not picking it up for myself, you know. Right. Yeah. So that was, you know, um, I'm actually drinking the IBC root beer. That ooh. is a good root beer. Yeah. You brought this over and I was like, ooh, I, you know. <laughs> that was for the kids. I know. I had to steal one. Uh-huh. I'm eventually going to switch over to the uh, the beer here. I don't have one here shortly. The Aldi IPA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should go grab. Uh, should go grab like I don't know what goes. What would go good in a, in a root beer to uh, turn it into an adult drink? Some rum, maybe. Ooh, maybe. You know, originally I was thinking vodka, and I'm like, ah, not 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 in a root. Well, beer. it's funny. It's because they got all these soda drinks now that are alcohol. Not yeah. your father's root beer. Yeah. Um, they're all really good. They're just really really sweet. Um, well, root beer me. in general is really sweet. Root beer in general is very sweet. Um, where I can only have one normally, and it's the same yeah. with those. I mean, they got orange cream soda, all of them now. Yeah. Um, another fad type deal because I can't see them sticking around too long. I don't. The the not unless your, there are a lot of people out there drinking those. Maybe the eighteen year olds. I mean, it's got to be know. it's got to be worth the money to they keep making this stuff. I, I I remember when not your father's root beer came out. It was really hard to get for like the whole summer. Before, like, they finally caught up. Like, it was oh, like yeah. you'd, like, race to kind of get a, a, a pack or two of it, a six-pack or two of it. Um, and now it's everywhere. Now they can't – it seemed that, uh, you know, the guys at, like, Ideal and stuff, Ideal Liquor Store were saying uh, – not that I was asking the people. I just kind of, like, heard them say, you know, I happen to be in line or whatever. And they're like, oh, you got this or whatever. He's like, yeah, nobody's buying it now. It just sits <laughs> – you know, it just sits on the shelf or something, you know. I mean, every once in a while somebody will come by or whatever, but uh, – so here's an interesting fact I just got on my phone. Today is 02-02-2020, the first palindrome day in 909 years. I'll drink to that. Right? 909 years. Holy crap. Wow. Interesting. That's a nice little fact for you guys today. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Howard the Duck. That's what that's from. Is it? Yeah. Remember? No. 
I was I was quoting out of uh, I was quoting out of uh, RoboCop. That too. It's <laughs> but I think I think I want to say it's is that was that making it, was that making fun of that? I don't know. I, I yeah. don't know. I'd have to I'd have to Google that one. I don't know if I believe that one. I want to say that was in Howard the Duck too. I know it was in RoboCop. Yeah. Um, That's what I know it from. Did you know they were trying to put a RoboCop statue down in Detroit? Yes. Uh, well, all, every Detroit official says they are absolutely not doing a, a, a statue of RoboCop. But every time they like try to like do one to to, to do a to do like a survey to see who it should be, because they just for some reason they want a statue. Why the hell do they want a statue? I don't know. But they decide to ask for community input, which is a mistake to begin with. Right. You know, that's how you end up with naming naming things like Bodie McBody face or whatever, <laughs> you know. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, so everybody keeps writing in RoboCop on this thing, and it keeps winning. And they're like, look, we're not going to do it, <laughs> you know. That's funny. I, I wonder if they're going to remake that movie. That was such a great movie. They just did what, like four or five years ago? Oh, yeah, they did. I never watched it. It was all right. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just, uh, you know, to me, part of what made those movies was what they were able to do kind of like with the time and the budget and the tech. Yeah. Like, it was almost like they were so bad they were good, you know, because they were like so campy, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, tongue in cheek, you know, over the top. And it's like, you know, I get that they do the movies and they like want to, like if they try to do them like too serious like people want them to take them serious, right? But at the same time, it depends on you know. I, I don't know. It, it's just like they're, they're all right. You you watch them, it's like oh that was good. But you know, how many times have you watched RoboCop? A hundred, oh, you know, least, yeah. easy. You know, how many times that would would I watch the new one once? Right. You know, and it was it wasn't bad, but I have no desire to really watch it again. Yeah. You know, I just seen uh, Bad Boys Three, and that movie is freaking awesome. Is it? I, it was great. It was really good. Part two was one of my favorite movies of all time. So, yeah, they really did a wonderful job with that. Um, highly recommend seeing that movie. There's so many good movies that uh, I was just looking at movies uh, to watch last night. You know, that, yeah. that are out to rent and stuff like that. And uh, and I'm like, shoot, there's just so many that like I just I don't have a whole lot of time to 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 like devote to like sit down and watch like a whole movie. Right. And uh, and so I'm like looking through the, like the list and I'm like. You know, they got, I still haven't seen the new Joker. I got to watch that. Oh my gosh. So I watched that for the first time last weekend and that movie was, it was good. It was, and you know, I was hesitant to watch it cause I just didn't like where they're going with it, but I think it was a good job. It was, I, I, I recommend it. Uh, what else was, I, I, and that's the thing. I have heard nothing but like great things about it. Yeah. So that was one of the ones that was on my list. Um, uh, uh I got to watch the new, um, Terminator movie again, just yeah, to, just to I've watch it. I I hear it's kind of good, you know, but I'm, I'm like, ah. but it's like watch it once to say you watched it because I'm like I'm so invested in that IP, right? You know, so it's like it's like you know it, Terminator Two, one of the best movies of all time. You know, we watched Truly. it so much as kids and stuff. You know, the original series and stuff like that, um, and uh, or not series, but you know. Uh, well, they, they, you know, they have the, you know, the, the Terminator series also, you know, and mm. so there's just, there's just, uh, I, like I got, I got, I have low expectations, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, that it's not going to be bad, but it'll be like, all right, I've seen it and I can check it off my list. So I, I, I like, I, like, I feel obligated to like, watch it. Yeah. That's the, like that way it is with Star Wars. Now. That's how it's I like, used to feel. Star Wars isn't good, but I have so much invested in the universe that like, I feel obligated to have to go like it's like a duty to have to watch this because you know it's going to be like a part of like pop culture. So right. you, if you want to participate in society, 
you have to like watch these things so you get the inside joke. You right. know, that's part, uh, that's part of know? why I've never stopped watching wrestling because I've been so invested for so many years. <laughs> I can't stop watching. Yeah, and just stop now. But I don't. I, I'll be honest. There's so much now. I don't even follow it anymore. I just read the news online. You know what I want to pick catch up? Catch the big events. That's it. You know what I want to pick? I was just watching. Uh, I was just watching. Um, uh, one of the things I've been trying to get, just as like a little backstory to this, like it leads into action figures for. For uh, WWF classic action figures, oh, yeah. but I was uh, I got some of those uh, arcades, uh, uh, the one up arcades. I got oh, yeah, a, yeah. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one. We probably haven't even talked about that on here. Yeah, well, no, and I'm I've been wanting to make it over the, to your house and check it out. Um, but uh, so I got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one, and uh, you know I've you know that was a huge part of my childhood was that was that show and everything, and uh, and so I wanted to. Um, uh, you know, around that arcade, like put up a shelf with some of like Ninja Turtle figures and stuff. And I see that uh, NECA is this, uh, is this, um, is a company that does like really high detailed action figures, like collectibles and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And they redid um, the cartoon, the Ninja Turtles from the cartoon using like the official color palette and everything really? from the cartoon and everything. And they look slick. And I'm like, oh, you know, with this arcade, those would look amazing, you know, yeah. to have like this Ninja Turtle shrine, <laughs> you know, to my childhood. I wish you know, I never got rid of my Ninja Turtles. I had them all. We both oh, I, did. I, still, yeah. I still got a lot of them, um, I don't you know, in a, in somewhere in my basement, you know. But uh, I, but these are like these are these are they're not the original toys. Mm-hmm. They're a remake of what, the, what? of like a, of the cartoon. Yeah. And uh, like I'll boy, Jamie, bring that up. <laughs> yeah, can, we, can we get some pictures of this? You know, I I you know, and and, and so I I've been uh, I've been looking for these. So the, the these toys are a Target exclusive to get these, and like they're going for like. Like for two of them, for a two pack of these things. So I got like a Leonardo and a Donatello for like 50 bucks. Oh, wow. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's not for the quality of these things. It's, it's probably not bad, you know, when you right. pay 25 bucks a figure. Uh, but um, I, uh, I've been waiting for, uh, I, I've been waiting for the other ones to come in so I can like get a whole collection of these things. And there's not like not many. There's like there's like a couple other packs. I got to get the you know uh, the turtles and some foot soldiers and rock sighting bebop and stuff like that. So anyway, so I've been watching this stuff and and so a lot of these things have been like popping up in my YouTube feed about like about like action figure collecting recently. Oh yeah, I gotta and, little, gotta love how those ads pop. Yeah, right and there. it's like it's like just trying to take my money because you know uh, you know I'm I'm into this stuff you know mm-hmm. it's like and that's part of it too. It's like. Ah, fifty bucks. You know, for the by the time I get the other ones, I have a hundred dollars in the Ninja Turtle action figures to sit on my wall. You know, for what? You know, do I really need this stuff? You know, yes, I do. So <laughs> yes, I buy. I do. Uh, you know, and and so I, I, you know, I'm looking at at some of these other things, and so I, uh, one of the ones I noticed was uh, uh, they have reissues for um, anyway. So since I've been looking at action figures like that. I happen to notice that they have reissues for the original WWF characters. Oh, really? And I see they're like in Walmart and stuff now, you know, uh-huh. and I seen one where they had like Ultimate Warrior and stuff uh-huh. like the, the, the 80s or whatever, 90s Ultimate Warrior, wow. you know, and, uh, you know, the, you know, you know, what I'm talking like, yeah, they like, well, they were like based almost off like the masses of the universe figures, yeah. you know, where they were like, kind of like overly kind of like disfigured, you yep. know, huge muscles. You know, and, and so that's uh, anyway. So they got reissues of all of that stuff. Hmm. So you'll have to uh, uh, next time you're at uh, you know the store or whatever, you have to Check go walk out. down the toy aisle and see what uh, 
and see if they have uh, all those old figures from when we were kids. That's crazy. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Um, so last time, I think, I don't even know where we left off on the last show, but um, we probably talked about the bullet. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked about that yet. So the bullet is uh, out of the body shop. It's back home in the garage. No. Oh. It's not at my house, no. Well, it's, oh, sto- it's stored for the winter. Yeah, oh, yeah, but it's not it, there. You took it to a storage unit. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I forget what exactly we had talked about last time or, you know, what I details I had laid out there or whatever. But basically what had ended up happening was, uh, uh, so I, you know, I park it the one day and basically the, the, basically the, the, the transmission, or not the transmission, but the, the gearbox shifter basically broke on it. Like froze. And yeah. You like, couldn't move it. Yeah. Like basically the shifter wouldn't move. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, as long as I was moving, as long as I was rolling, I was fine. But like if I came to a standstill, I couldn't put it, I couldn't move it out of first gear. Like it was stuck in whatever gear if I stopped. Okay. And so that's fine as long as you can move forward. That right. sucks if, if, I mean, it sucks anyway, but it sucks even more if you can't back up. Or if you have to back out of a position, and so that's basically what happened. Okay. And so, um, I, I, so they had it for a while, and they had it. I, th- I think I dropped that off to the body shop or to the, you know, the dealership to get fixed or whatever. Mm-hmm. I dropped that off. That was like September, you know, that I dropped that off, and that, and they had it all the way up until like the first week of November. That's and, crazy. Yeah, there was just always something else that they had to do or some other thing. You just like, got kept getting pushed to the back of the Yeah, room. well, I, no, well, the, the thing is, is there was such bad communication, mm-hmm. you know, and I've had, they've given me surveys about this, and I've, I've said, I'm never coming back. You know, I'm right. never going back to you guys again. I'm going, you know, uh, uh, you know, I know one of the guys that works there or whatever for yeah. the, uh, for sales. I'll buy a vehicle there, but I'm never taking it to service there again. And it's like, I even asked to talk to one of the managers. Yeah. And they had like somebody else call me back. I'm like, really? I asked to talk to you personally. Yeah. And you had one of your people, call you know, me call me. me. Well, it's because they just, they sent some low guy that was like, sorry, sir. Right. Well, that's great. Why, where is so-and-so so I can talk to them? You know, uh, sorry, sir. We'd like to keep your business. Oh, great. Give me a deal. I can't do that, sir. R- great. You know, give me my keys. <laughs> you know? And so, I uh, so yeah, so I had, I, I, we need a whole podcast to really lay down what all happened there. Like, you know, and, and that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is to tell the whole story. It takes, yeah. it takes me 45 minutes to an hour to tell, to lay down the whole story of, of what happened there. And that's part of the problem. It, it should be, I dropped it off. They fixed it. It were good. Like, and that should be it. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, it was just one thing after another and you breakdown know, that, of communication. And it's the same thing. And this is crazy. But many many years ago, when I had my convertible over there and it uh-huh. got broken into, and uh-huh. they had my convertible for three freaking months. Yeah, three months. Why wasn't what took so long? I mean, and you're right; it, it was an excuse after an excuse. And I remember, and each one's valid. Each yeah, one each is a, each valid. one is like all right. But do you see the pattern here? Right, exactly. You know? And it's like, and they never got a hold of me to let me know. It was every Monday I had to call up and say, yeah, uh, you know. We talked last Monday. You said in a couple days. It's been a week now. What's Where's going my on? Car? Yeah. Well, we ran into this and this. Why am I hearing about this now? And why did I have to call? Why right. weren't you guys calling me to let me know what was going on? Yeah. Well, you and know? it's crazy. Just the, a dealership right down the road where I got my truck. Same time. Yeah. I, I was having brake issues with it, making loud noises. Like it was almost like it was grinding noises when I was uh-huh. backing out of the driveway. Uh-huh. 
Mm, take it in. They give me the runaround. I take it in again. I'm like, listen, I'm done with it. Like, it's a brand new truck. It doesn't even have 10,000 miles on it. It shouldn't be making that noise. Yeah. So they're going to replace the rotors and the brakes and everything. Okay, we got to order some parts. They'll be in next week. Uh-huh. Three and a half weeks go by. I don't hear from them. So I decided to just stop in there on my lunch one day. What's going on with this? Oh, yeah, we have your parts here. Why hasn't nobody called me and told me that my parts are sitting here? Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, oh, we're sorry, you know. But we can do it right now if you want. Really? So I've waited three and a half weeks, and I don't need an appointment. I can. You're just going to take care of me right now while I'm here. Uh-huh. I'm like, fine, you can take care of me, but someone's got to give me a ride back to work, and you got to have it done by 5 o'clock. So, but, yeah, it was frustrating. I don't recommend them for service either, so. Yeah. You know, I mean, customer service nowadays goes a long way. And if you can't. Well, it's, you know, part of my thing is, is it's like, I just bought, you know, I just bought a brand new vehicle from you, from you people. Exactly. Uh, you know, I got cheap. a whole bunch of, I got, I got other cars that need to be worked on. Yeah. I got a whole, I got a whole bunch of kids that are getting ready to drive. Right. And I know you just lost all of that. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it just, it just seems so short sighted. You know, for, uh, uh, you know, for what, because I mean, I want my money to go towards a local business. I would rather take my business there, but there's just, why would I want to roll the dice again? All things being equal. I know, I know there's a high chance of, of shitty behavior there. Um, so why would I want to roll the dice? And even so like I, so there's the, the scratches or whatever, you know, I ended up getting on that, on the bumper. And so they had it for like two weeks and like, and, and the whole time, the whole time they let the car sit out, like, I mean, that car went in spotless, you know? and Well, other than, obviously, the scratches that needed to be fixed up. But they just, like, park it out in the lot under a tree. And so in the meantime, you know, it's, like, saps falling on it and shit. Oh, yeah, because they got you know? a big tree back there that has yeah. sap. I know yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm like, what the, what, what's wrong with you people, yeah. you know? Uh, you know, and so basically I, I get the thing and it took me like, so I get the thing back and I'm like, look, it's put, cause this is this, it, there was a big snowstorm coming. Yeah. I'm like these, you know, I'm sure it's fine, but the tires aren't rated for under 40 degrees. I'm taking, I'm taking care of this thing. Uh, I, I, because you guys delayed so long, I got it. I got to get this thing into storage like right. now, right? you know? So because you guys like I went in there that day expecting to be like, here's your keys. It's all set. And they didn't even start on it. Wow. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm gone. And unless you give me a real good reason to want to come back here, I'm, you're never going to see me again. Well, huh. we'll see what we can do. Do what you got to do. But uh, I'm not, you so, know. So she still ain't fixed 100%. Right, right. So basically I got it. So they never touched it. I basically got it back to my house, you know, ran through some like uh, de-ironizing, you know, stuff because it was in the shop for a while. So I wanted to get all the iron particles off of it and stuff like that. Ran through like a deep clean, had to get all that freaking sap off with like detailer spray and like, you know, trying to like get it to like dissolve because, you know, it was still there was a couple hot days there, you know, where it baked in. And, uh, you know, not like it was all season or anything, but still, you know, it's just, I kept walking around the thing and found a couple more little specks of sap and walk around the thing and found a couple more. It was a good four or five hours or so before. And I just ran out of time because it got dark out, you know? So the clutch isn't fixed yet. It is. Mechanically, it's fine. Okay. Uh, well, I, this is the thing. So I, the only experience, the only, the only, they say it's fixed, but boy, did it feel real stiff going into gear still. 
like just moving the, the you know the shifter into gear did wasn't nearly as smooth as it should have been but it was too late like i said i had to get the thing into storage so now it's just been sitting there but i mean this got it's got just a touch over like 3000 miles the thing's brand new and to already have issues with it like that like just doesn't bold well for the future with it with that you know I mean, part of me was like, well, I guess I'm kind of glad that to have another, like, they took the thing apart. And so you would imagine if there was any issues, you know, with it, there's a little bit of, of working already done on it. So anything that was going to break hopefully did. And you got another pair of eyes look at it. But at the same time, they say things never, that stuff's never really meant to come apart. And when it goes, it never really goes back together quite as well. Uh-huh. So you know, I don't know. So I'll have to wait till springtime, right? And exactly. Get I got, it out. And right. I mean, if if it's got to go back in, you find yeah. a different Ford dealership. Yeah. To deal well, with. and I mean, the problem is, is that it's the 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 body where like it's a it's a scratch on the front bumper, and that's just plastic. So it's not like they can buff it out and fix it. No. Like the only way you can fix it is like to replace, replace the front the bumper. bumper. You know, and then they got it. So the whole thing has to be fixed. Or replaced, repainted. And then are they going to be able to match the paint 100%? Well, that's that's, a, that's, that's the other thing is that it's never it's never like a, a absolutely 100%. And then, like, and then now it's not original. Right. Then it's you, not, know? you know what? Is there just something you could put on that bumper? Well, so th- this is the thing. So part of me is almost like it's all just uh, – it's just a cosmetic thing. Like there's nothing – you know, wrong with it as far as that goes. Yeah, I don't and know so if I would want of, them to take that bumper Part of off. me just wants to, like, see if I can, like, reseal that or something to stop it from, like... Maybe if you just, like, sand it down a little bit. See, I... Uh, and, and a I little don't bit know. of black paint on well, it. Well, I, I kind of want to... Well, I want to go take it to a professional body shop yeah. and see what they say. How, how can we... How can we fix this without replacing parts? Is there, is there an option? And so, so part of me, though, at the same time, since it's all non-mechanical, part of me is almost like... It, it like... That it's almost like character to the car, also. Like, like yeah, it has, but it's like a battle scar for it. Like, you know, it's not mechanical at all. The rest of it is super shiny. And you probably and it's can't just even like notice little, it unless you, you know. can't. Like, like, on, like if you're standing ten feet away, you can't see it because it's on the uh, the guard right there at the bottom, right? The, the well, the it's on this. Yeah, the front spoiler is scratched up just a touch, and then the and then the piece right there's a the 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 green plastic bumper piece right below the. The headlight and stuff like that is is basically what got. But see, this is the thing. So the price they gave me to fix it up, because there's like a little nick in the headlight also. So obviously they can't fix it to replace the headlight. Guess how much the headlights cost to fix in that thing? Five hundred bucks. Eighteen hundred. Oh wow. Yeah, eighteen hundred dollars for let be and and it's like I so I said okay well. If I'm paying eighteen hundred bucks, I want you know go ahead and put a new one in. But I'm functionally that headlight's fine. Get, I want that headlight, and they're like, "Oh well, if you want it, you 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 know we might have to do like a uh, we're gonna have to charge you a, a core charge to keep to get your headlight back." What the f- a headlight? Uh, a core charge for a headlight? It's- well, we don't want it to get in the hands of other people. But, but, okay, so let me drive it home. Let me take the headlight out. I'll put it on my shelf. Then I'll drive it back to your house and you can give me a new one. Right, exactly. <laughs> you, you, you to replace the part like all of a sudden. Because you, you know what they were going to do? They were going to take that headlight yeah. out. They uh, they were going to take that headlight out and they were going to put it in somebody else's Mustang. Yeah. And charge them, you know, a used price on it. Because they were going to resell it because, like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. And when they found out they weren't going to be able to do that, then they wanted a little bit of their cut. That's a- again, never going back to this place. That's shady. Hagen Ford. Never go to Hagen Ford. That's shady. Yeah. And the whole, the whole, the whole, and when something went wrong, they were always pointing the fingers. 
Yeah. At another organ, at another like part of the business. Yeah. Like, so when it was, you know, when it was like the mechanical area, you know, they'd point their finger at, you know, the, the paint people, the paint people would point their finger at, you know, the main, you know, the thing is, is that they're all wearing Ford shirts with the Hagen phone number on it. I don't care what internally you divvy yourselves up as, as companies, but when I call, you know what number I look up in the phone book to call you guys? <laughs> it's Hagen. You are the face of Hagen. To, like, like, do you get what I'm saying here, you know? Right. And of course, you know, even, even physically calling up the person, like the manager, never got a call back. I'm like, oh, so you don't want my business. That's fine. It's not like I'm not going to go on a podcast and talk about this. Yeah. You know, boy, you know. And I've had many people now say, because, you're, because of your story, I'm never going to go there. I'm like, good. You yeah, know? well, and that's funny because I bought a car from Brian this year, too, for the wife. And uh, and he's great. Yeah, so Brian, Sales-wise, it's, it, it's Brian's fine. great. But, Nothing he could have done about it, but, no, you know, no. I, if I kept it. But it's funny. They asked you to be in a commercial afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I, and part of me, part you know, part of me thinks, that, like, the whole thing was, like, because I said, sure, you know, whatever. Right. And uh, I, I. You know, part of me is almost almost thinking that it was like a uh, that he says, "Yeah, you know, I could have this guy." Like, oh, we don't want him. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you know, the guy that was in here said he'd do it or whatever. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to have him come back and bitching at us, you know, or something. You know, that's funny. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just something. Fine, I'll come in and give you a little bit of my time or whatever. But you know, why not give me a little something back? You know, right, right. Um, you know, to them, it's all business, you know, when it's, they, I, you know, I, I'll be happy to do a favor for them or whatever, but I, something tells me they wouldn't do it back, you know, probably not. Uh, so let's, uh, that's, well, we're about 45 minutes in. I would say we'd about time to wrap oh, up this show. I still had, I still had so many more topics I want to talk <laughs> I about. I know we might have to record another one. Um, actually Andrew will be here soon. He's got to drop off some chicken wings. you so uh, I can start cooking those up. Oh, nice. Yes, 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 yes. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll hear you from on to the next episode. Kevin, any final thoughts for the day? Uh, no. I, I, I was unprepared. I didn't think about this at all. I'm like, shit, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. You know so that's coming? My, my main thought is, fuck, I'm out. <laughs> Don't uh, worry. Next time I'll have a double special ending thought. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go 49ers. Go out. sports ball. Woo. Go sports. <laughs> and we're out. Talk to y'all later.